Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We've got Lawrence with us, too, spinning the dials and chiming in, as always. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like the video there on the YouTube. Smash it. Smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel as well. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast feed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you are subscribed and following and leave us a five-star review because a four-star review is a zero-star review. So just leave a five-star review and help us out. So, fellas, a uh, bit of a slow news day, huh? Not a ton Typical going on. Typical day in Blackhawks land. Boy, oh boy. Uh, it feels like every time we end our show, uh, <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff happens. And uh, it's it's kind of too hard to go through chronologically, um, but the the, the kind of the latest thing is that Patrick Kane misses practice today um, with a, a maintenance day, right? Um, that's kind of the the latest thing. Jake McCabe also, I, I he, Luke Richardson said he threw up eight times, so he's got the flu. Um, meanwhile, last night the Rangers scratched Vitaly uh, Kretsov and Jake Lecision uh, ahead of their game for like trade protection reasons. They basically flat out said it. And as we heard earlier this week, the Rangers are back in the Patrick Kane sweepstakes. So it almost seems like almost I'm ready to say a foregone conclusion that Patrick Kane is going to the Rangers. It certainly feels that way to me. Fellas, how are you feeling about it at this moment? 2.35 p.m. on Friday, February 24th, 2023 in the year of Hosa. Uh, I feel that we have seen Patrick Kane's last game at the United Center as a Blackhawk. That happened Sunday. He should have had that buzzer beater just to make or Tuesday, whatever. I don't even know what day it is anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> whatever that last game was, whatever day of the week that happened, that was the last time he's played. He will play in the Blackhawks uniform at the United Center. I, I just there's just too much smoke yeah. right now. Uh, there's a big fire here and. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy that the Rangers somehow pull off trades for both Tarasenko and Kane in 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 the matter of you know a few days apart, and it's going to be hilarious when they get knocked out in the first round by the New Jersey Devils. Um, because, <laughs> I mean, when was the last time that like teams that like go crazy at the deadline to get superstar players? How often does that actually pay off? Usually, it's the team that just adds a third line center or a fifth defenseman because they already have a complete team. But that's a discussion for another day. 
I really think it's it's Blackhawks and Rangers. It, it just seems that that's been the destination for the longest time. We 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 heard when they got Tarasenko how disappointed Kane was, um, and then that of course got everybody saying, "Well, now he's not going to get traded." But just I'm already getting it on Twitter and and in other forms of social media. We've been telling you for weeks to temper your yeah. expectations of a return. And I'm already hearing, well, if it's only this guy and that guy, Kyle Davis should get fired. Well, you're a moron. I'm sorry. Flat out. Like we've been telling you. And if the Rangers are the only team he wants to go to, yes. what leverage does Kyle Davidson have? It's zero, none. So he's going to take what he can get at this point because then the distraction is over and all this stuff and he can move on. And it's to me, it's the right thing to do. There's, uh, we can get into it, it, should he stick around later on. Oh, but it's time to move on. Kyle Davison wants to make this his team. He wants to get move on from the Stanley Cup era. Move on from 2010. Pretty much everybody's gone from that whole thing except a couple of guys. There's one of them. Not saying that he had anything to do with that, but it's just a shadow over this new organization. It's time to get new stars. It's time to change the room. Because no matter who happens, if Patrick King comes back for another three years, it's Patrick King's team. He's the face of this team while you're trying to get new stars. You know, Connor Bedard hopefully gets here, or Lucas Reichel gets here, or Frank Nazar gets here, and all they're going to want to do is just defer to Patrick Kane because he's Patrick Kane, and he, it's still Patrick Kane's team. So it's time to get the new guys in here, slowly but surely, get a new face of this team, and just go in a new direction. It, it's been an gr- amazing ride. Patrick Kane is Mount Rushmore of Blackhawk players. There is no doubt about that. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's 88. Nobody will ever wear 88 again. He is a Blackhawk for life. But all great things come to an end, and this is the perfect time to move on. Yep. Yeah, at some point, I don't know, 10 days ago, a week ago, um, I, I was fully, uh, fully on board with the idea that Kane wasn't going to get traded. Um, obviously, the, the Tarasenko trade really made me feel that way. And the way that he was playing – it made me feel like the decision was going to be made for him that NHL teams weren't going to give up uh, what it would what, what they what it would realistically take to to get him. Um, you know, figuring that the the asking price and the condition that he was in and the way he was playing wasn't uh, going to to match up. And the injury issues it seemed to be legitimately scaring uh, teams away from from trying to give up that much to get him. This week, uh, it is undoubtedly that that Kane, uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like you guys said, um, I think at this stage of the game, and Elliot Friedman said it uh, on today's Thirty Two Thoughts. At this stage of the game, with everything that's happened, with everything that's transpired, with the Rangers uh, clearly trying to do what they can to to make the cap room to fit. Patrick Kane's uh, reduced cap hit if the Blackhawks and a third team get involved. Uh, and the way that, you know, Kane is still leaving things open to a discussion. Um, he said it today, he said, as you see on the screen, if the Rangers can make the cap room work and Kane doesn't end up going to New York, Jaws will drop. And and, and that's, that's how it feels. It feels like it would be a shock if Patrick Kane uh, is not traded to not only the Rangers, but just in, in general 
traded because it seems like um, that is that that door has been completely uh, kept wide open, um, which is weird because it again, like I like I said, like I I felt completely uh, comfortable with the idea of like you know what maybe he doesn't get traded and that's okay and he can figure out what he wants to do in in the off season. Um, obviously the, the draft lottery may have had an impact on that, but now it seems like it's, it's inevitable and, and everything that we've been hearing from, from, you know, trusted resources and, and, and whatnot is that, um, it, it, it could be, you know, it could be by the end of the weekend, uh, if not earlier that something gets done. So yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's come to that point. Um, you know, it's, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long drawn out process. Um, almost, uh, you know, kind of almost a full year of contemplating and speculating what his future might be. Uh, and it seems like his future is going to be with the Rangers, uh, at least for the, for the rest of this season, as far as thinking about the return or anything like that, like there's a lot out there. There's a lot of expectations from Blackhawks fans, expectations from Rangers fans as well. Uh, what they think that they would like to give up to get Patrick Kane and what the Blackhawks would like to get back for Patrick Kane. And it'll land somewhere in the middle. Um, I've, I've seen some people from uh, Rangers world saying like, I wouldn't give up a third round pick for him this year. So how about a third next year for Kane straight up? And it's like, all right, buddy, uh, have fun with that. And yeah, go eat some terrible pizza. You mook. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then I've seen people in Blackhawks land saying it should be their, their other first round pick this year, which would, actually have to be the better of their two picks because they already gave the worst of their two picks to uh, the Blues. Uh, their first this year and Brennan Othman and another pick and another prospect is like, holy smokes. Like, I, like we're not trading 2013 Patrick Kane here. Like, we're, we're, we're trading 2023 Patrick Kane who may or may not still be trying to play through an injury. So also temper your expectations there. It'll land somewhere in the middle and... You know, I, I I think the idea of this being a Drew situation where he only gives Kyle Davidson the Rangers to work with really sucks because it seemed like it wasn't going to be that way. But if that ends up being the case, then those are the, the, the cards that Kyle Davidson has been dealt and he's going to have to do the best he can. And to to lay that on him is really reaching because he was very clear in saying this is going to be not only Patrick Kane's decision, but Jonathan Taze's decision about what they want to do with their future. They've earned those rights contractually. I am not going to do anything to, you know, hold their feet to the fire or anything like that. They've earned the right to make that decision on, on their own in their own time. Um, and, and he stuck to it, which I, I can appreciate. Um, if you, if you really want to be upset at anybody in the situation, which I, I mean, What's the point at this point yeah, of there, being there's, a, there's like, all to be upset with like it this is what yeah. it is like the window championship windows shut the dynasty is over both Kane and Taves are unrestricted free agents at the end of this year and the Hawks are trying to get something I think that's totally reasonable and Phillips yeah. says I'm sorry but trading Kane for returning Kratzoff is really disappointing if that happens I think disappointing is a fair thing to say because we all came into this season thinking about <laughs> when we would be having this discussion for real and saying like, wow, you could really revitalize, you know, take another year off and get a pick and a prospect and all this stuff. But again, if Patrick Kane says, I only want to play 
for the Rangers. That's it. Yeah. There's only so much Kyle Davidson can do. And we've been yeah. trying, like we said, we've been trying to prepare you for this for months and months and months and weeks and weeks and weeks saying like, look, it's not going to be this franchise altering thing. If you get a first round pick back, be happy. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's not going to be just Kraftsov. That's not going to no. be the only return, but it's not going to be one of these earth shattering franchise altering sort of things because Chris Drury can say, I already have Tarasenko. We're pretty damn good as it is. We'd love to have Patrick Kane, but I am of no obligation to make this trade work for you. And then you have Patrick Kane saying, okay, fine. I'd like to be traded. I'd like to be traded to Rangers. The Hawks, now that they have allowed that, right, they kind of have to make it happen. They can't say, well, we tried and it didn't work. After all this, they can't say, well, we tried and it didn't work. And I mean, they don't have to, but you'd like to. I think that you're if you want to do right by Patrick Kane, that's what you do. I think if he well, says he wants to be traded, then you fulfill that for him. Here's the thing. <clears throat> if you can be disappointed with the with the return, uh, there's going to be a large sum of people no matter what. Our guy Michael Coletta will be one of those guys, no doubt. Uh <laughs> There's one person and one person only you should be mad at if the return isn't satisfactory to you. And that's Patrick F and Kane. Why? Because it seems like he's only given the Blackhawks one option for a trade. The other reason, up until this past four games, he's been pretty much invisible most of this year. His play hasn't garnered this amazing return that we all expected. He's played like ass most of this year. Let's be honest with ourselves. He's been invisible and ineffective for a majority of this season. In the last four games, he's turned it up and been the Patrick Kane we all know and love. Had he been that for 50% of this season, maybe there'd be more of a return. So if he only gives Kyle Davidson one team and he hasn't played up to his, his standards for much of the season, what's Kyle Davidson supposed to do? So put your anger at a disappointing return to one person, the guy that's been in control of it the whole time. All right. So here, here's a comment. We've heard this a lot on Twitter and from other people. This is Garrick in the chat says a lower first isn't worth it for Kane. I don't get why building around him isn't even mentioned. Have you watched him play this year? Yeah. Like guys think about before this week, <laughs> we spent many, many of our shows talking about God, this guy should shut it down. Now. Is he that hurt that he's this ineffective? He looked disinterested. He looked checked out. That is real. That is a reality. And remember, what everyone's crediting this fire under Patrick Kane being is the fact that people are saying, like, well, he's done. He doesn't have anything left. And then pa the theory is Patrick Kane heard those rumors and was like, no, I'm still pretty good. Watch this. Well, where was it for the 49 games prior, right? And I'm not trying to, like, soften losing Patrick Kane. I understand that. And I agree with you that if you want to sign Patrick Kane again, for four more years and keep them around, it's not going to hurt anyone. It's not going to, it's not going to stunt anyone's development. It's not going to take ice time away from anyone. But I do think there is a desire from the organization to just let the past be the past and move on. Like Greg said, if Patrick Kane is in that room, it's not his fault, but it does not allow the next generation of leadership for this team to really take hold because that presence is unignorable if that's even a word like that that guy no one can really step up and be the leader of that team with Patrick Kane there and 
I, I understand what you're saying. And if they were to resign him, I'd be, I'd say, cool. I'm down for three, four more years of Patrick Kane. That's fine. But it feels like both parties have sort of decided that this is the end for Patrick, Patrick Kane in a Hawks uniform, be it, you know, March 3rd, be it tonight, be it tomorrow, whenever, or at the end of the season, I think both parties have moved on. Patrick Kane clearly wants to win again. His heart is in New York, which is good for him. That's what everyone thought was going to happen when the season began, right? It was everyone said Kane Rangers, Kane Rangers. It hasn't gone away. And he outwardly expresses disappointment when they traded for Tarasenko. He said, well, you know, if things were going to happen, that was that was one of the places I wanted to go. I think that is the place he wants to go. He doesn't want to go to Dallas. Come on. Like, can you, you know what I mean? Like, the, going to the Rangers, an original six team, to play with his buddy, Artemi Panarin, and have a legitimate shot at winning a cup, all those things, huge market, all the spotlights, all the showtime, everything you want, that's where Patrick Kane belongs if it's not in Chicago. It makes perfect sense. That's where he wants to be, and it looks like he's going to do what he can to make it happen. Yes, and it is a bummer to have your all-time legendary player go, but this is the best move for this franchise right now. This isn't trading Patrick Kane in 2014 when he's in his prime for table scraps. This isn't the Cubs trading away Brizzo, uh, Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez in a matter of minutes while they still had plenty left in the tank. This is a really guy that Rizzo a, though seemed to have anything left in a tank. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but you know they were only like what three, four years removed from from a championship. We are eight years removed from the last Stanley Cup. Eight, and it's from the, the last the legitimate contract. playoff series win. Eight yeah. years removed. You can if you want to count twenty twenty in the bubble. Cool. I don't. But the last real it, playoff series they won was yeah. against Tampa at the United Center. Was the Stanley Cup final? They haven't yeah. won a playoff series in tw- in eight years. It's the timing is right. It's time to where hey, if you want to do a rebuild, you want to tear it down to the studs, you got to take the studs out. And Patrick Kane is the biggest stud the Blackhawks may have ever had. But it's okay. It's it sucks as a fan. It does. But the timing is right. Big picture for the future. Now you're right, Jay, bringing them back for another three years. Sure. It doesn't hurt anything, but it's not, I don't think the Blackhawks want that. I, I, don't I just don't know what it, what it accomplishes. It doesn't really anything because we've seen it this year. Okay. He can maybe break Stan Makita's point point record. He's going to need like 80 something points three years in a row. I don't think he's doing that. Now with this he's proven roster. this year he's not capable of doing that unless he, A, gives a shit, and B, has some talent around him. And he's not going to get a ton of talent with him next year for sure. So I think it's just time to, you know, thank you, thank you, shake your hands. Hey, when this is all said and done, our door is open for you. You want to come back in any capacity. You want to take over and, and shake hands and kiss babies or – Kiss babies and sh- and and or kiss hands and shake babies. Whatever you want to do. do that. That's bad. Not that hard. <laughs> Don't shake babies. <laughs> Jesus. The last thing the Blackhawks do need is uh, Patrick Kane shakes Whatever. baby. Patrick Why? Kane shakes baby. Headline. Why I don't have kids? I don't have kids. Well, let them ripen before them. you shake them. Shake a toddler, oh, not a baby. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> shake it. whatever you get my point don't there's no i just it's time it's the perfect time this is it everybody's been preparing themselves for this all season long 
I think a lot of the fan base has already been, they're okay with it. They've come to terms with Patrick Kane no longer being a Blackhawk, with Jonathan Taze no longer being a Blackhawk. They've come to terms with it. So just let's make it happen. It's it's like what happens if all of a sudden then he does come back and then people are like, well, man, we went through all that crap for nothing. Yeah. And here's the other thing, too. People are like, well, it's not enough for to give, you know, whatever they're going to get for Kane, it's not going to be enough. Okay. So sign him for four more years. Then he's 38. And then the trade deadline comes. And then what are you getting for him? Either way, you're going to lose him for nothing or not enough, right? Whatever your whatever your mindset yeah. is. If you can get a pick in this draft, even if it's a second round pick in this draft, we have talked about this. It is what 60 players of first round caliber that's what that's what the experts are saying so a second round pick in this is like it will probably be later in the in the round of course i understand that but you know and again the more of these assets that davidson acquires let's say the draft lottery doesn't go as planned and he lands on three or he lands on four and he says well i'm going to give you three i'm going to give you tampa's pick and I'm going to give you the second we got for Patrick Kane to move up to two and take Adam Fantilli. All these, like this draft is so important to get one of those top two guys. I really believe that. Bedard is the dream. Fantilli is a wonderful consolation prize, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, he's going to be really, really good too. Um, so if, if for whatever reason, the lottery doesn't work out in the Hawks' favor, be it they don't finish with the worst record or the ping-pong balls don't drop in their favor, whatever it is, they've got the assets needed to move up if they want to, and they think it's necessary. So, look, I think if we've learned anything from Kyle Davidson, whether or not you agree with the rebuild, whether or not you agree with trading Patrick Kane, he clearly has a vision. He's clearly thinking ahead. He's preparing for things that could be coming He's got plan A, B, C, D, E instead of the last guy who is like just right in front. Whatever's right in front of my face is what I will deal with. And then let the consequences be damned next year and the years beyond. He has a plan two, three, four years down the road. And if he's got that, you know, he's got a plan for what's going to happen in May when those ping pong balls fall. Yep. Yeah. And that's all I want from my GM. Yeah, being able to have a plan and stick to it and, you know, be able to see already that there is some movement forward in that plan with how his draft, his first draft, Kyle Davidson's first draft class is already looking in their, you know, first season beyond it. Um, Being able to do that, being able to make tough decisions like trading Alex Brinkett and Kirby Doc to get picks that they didn't have to get prospects that they didn't have to build uh, to, to build back up the prospect system. Um, that was one of the biggest check check boxes that he had to do right away. And even without Connor Bedard, he's made a huge improvement in their, uh, in their prospect system. So being able to have a plan, stick to it, see already some fruition from it is great with, you know, how the next two, three seasons are going to go. With, with, with Patrick Kane, like, if he wants to come back, then that has to come... I, I know people want pay, Patrick Kane to come back, sign in the summer, so, you know, be traded, come back, sign in the summer, uh, and, and blah, 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 blah. Like, how often does that actually happen? Very, very rarely. And if he is going to 
come back. He has to, he has, there has to be some sort of discussion between Kyle Davidson and Patrick Kane where it's like, okay, like you're going to sign this, you know, four year, we're going to offer you this four year deal, whatever it is. Um, at the end of it, like we have no plans in trading you. This is a deal that we expect you to ride out the rest of your career as a Blackhawk. I think there needs to be that kind of discussion. I think there also needs to be a discussion in which he says like, Hey, like, look, like we told you what the plan was going to be. It was going to be rebuild. It was going to be, you know, getting rid of, of as many assets as possible to, or as many players as possible to bring back future assets, to rebuild this organization from, from, from the bottom up. So if you're coming back, expect to probably lose again next season expect what we expect what you went through in 2022-23 to kind of happen again like maybe there's a couple more younger guys around that are a little bit more exciting but expect ex- expect losses again and you know he, it would have to also then come with a, an understanding of like with these younger guys coming in they're going to take your place eventually and so you have to be okay with that and and we would and we as the Blackhawks front office would expect you to kind of work with us to allow that to happen. If you come in and say like, "Well, I'm still Patrick Kane. I'm still the MF and best. I'm I'm the biggest you know guy in the locker room," and and it's 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 me at the top and everyone else is, is beneath me. With that, if you have that kind of attitude or that kind of you know hierarchy in the locker room then then there's going to be issues. So I would love for him to ride out the rest of his career as a Blackhawk. I don't it's not going to happen. I I'm I fully expect him to be traded and I don't expect him to come back in the summer. But if he did, it would have to like there would have to be some sort of like understanding that your role is not going to be the same. Um and I just I I don't know if that's if that's going to be the case because I think Patrick Kane him personally like you see the way he's playing um if, if, if he was playing out of spite, out of revenge, whatever, um, he's going to keep doing that. He's going to keep saying, well, everyone wants me to retire, so I'm going to play until I'm 40 like I'm Tom Brady and keep showing you that I, I still can do it. I still can, you know, uh, be a, be a top-tier top uh, player, be, a, be an elite uh, winger in the NHL, all this stuff. And I don't know. I just I just don't see that mentality of like, okay, I'm going to hand over the reins to the next era happening in Chicago with him. It just doesn't seem like that's something that he would super be okay with. Like, because that, that to, to, to me, then that would seem like for him, he's saying like, okay, this is the end of my career. It's coming in Chicago where I don't think he thinks this is the end of his career. Um, so I don't know. It's, I know there's a lot of hope, Chicago hope that that's going to happen. Um, but I just, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, our buddy Tom Quinn has a, has a quote saying after seeing what Boston gave up to get Orlov and Hathaway, I would think a return like what they got is appropriate for McCabe and Lafferty. That's different because McCabe and Lafferty like Orlov and Hathaway don't have no movement clauses. When we're talking about Patrick Kane, who can dictate where he goes. Look, no one is saying, and I know you're not saying this either, Tom. I just want to use, I want to call it as an example. I do think the Hawks' biggest return at the deadline, if they move him, is Jake McCabe. I think that's going to give them the biggest return for a player based on salary, term, term, uh, you know, the fact that there's other teams that can get involved instead of just the one that Patrick Kane gives. So 
I know, look, I, I'm not, I'm trying, I don't want to tell people to not be sad or upset or disappointed that Patrick Kane's gone. It is natural. I said after the game the other night, like after the, uh, the, the, the hat trick game or no, the overtime winner, but I, I forget what game, whatever game it was, Patrick <laughs> Kane had a great game. And I was like kind of feeling emotional about it. Cause it's like, wow, this is probably the last time we're going to see this from this guy. That's real. Like, you know, I got a banner right there over my shoulder. Sure, it's not hasn't been updated with the three most recent cups, but it's a banner. I got a jersey behind me. Like this whole room is filled with Blackhawk stuff. And the reason the three of us are here, I say it all the time, is because of that team. And it's it's normal and natural to feel sad and upset that it's over. But it's over. Like you like it's you, at some point you have to move on. And they've already waited three years too long to move on. They waited too long. And Damn. that's why they have to do it this way. That's why yeah. this is the only option. And it sucks and it hurts. And it's going to be another season of painful <laughs> losing hockey. But it is the – to not get anything for Patrick Kane would be negligent. It would be negligent. And maybe Kratzoff isn't great and, and whoever else they get back in the trade to. And maybe the draft pick doesn't pan out. But to just potentially let him walk, that's well, that's negligent. Just for, for what? To sell, you know, tickets to five more games? It's no. Yeah. And the, the people complaining about the possible return, they're not trading for Hart Trophy winning 2015 Patrick Kane. They're trading for 2023 Patrick Kane, who up until a week ago was a guy. A guy who occasionally can make a nice play. They're not trading for that guy. They're trading for three months of 2023 Patrick Kane. They don't get the three Stanley Cups. They don't get all the records with it. Mm -hmm. They get 2023 Patrick Kane for three months. So I'm not exactly sure what you're expecting guys to up until four games ago had nine goals on the season. Yep. So, like, you got to separate the past to the guy that he is right now. And Kraftstoff and Zach Jones, a defenseman, because we need another Jones, would have three Jones and three Johnsons. Wow. And, uh, you know, those are guys that don't, like, fly off the page as, oh, my God, great guys. But both of those guys, Kraftstoff, We'll be in the top six the second he is here in Chicago, and he will be in the top six next year. There's no doubt about that. And Zone, Jones will play on the defense. Their, Jones was, I believe, Mario, you said that he was rated each of the last two years as their number two prospect heading into the season. Yeah, Scott, Scott, Wheeler, Wheeler. Scott Wheeler had him at number two last year and this year, and everything that I've been hearing about Zach Jones from, from people in the know is that it's, he's just he's just a casualty of the left side of the Rangers being kind of fit at the NHL level. So he's just stuck in the AHL. Like if, yeah. if he was on most other teams, he'd be playing in the NHL. So there's a 21 year old who, by all accounts, should be in the NHL. Like yeah. that's that's not nothing. So if you get two guys who are immediately on your NHL roster and will be here next year and maybe beyond if they just needed the opportunity to play elevated roles, elevated minutes, and they become legit NHL players, Kraftsoff was drafted ninth overall his draft year. He's not some scrub. He's a guy that just hasn't had the opportunity. Now, he hasn't forced the Rangers into giving him a higher – and he's been kind of a pain in the ass, but <laughs> – 
listen, maybe he just needs to get out of there and things happen. So if you get Krasov and Jones, two guys that could potentially be in the NHL for the next handful of years and be productive and say a second round pick for Kane, I'm happy with that return. Two legit NHL prospect, like NHL ready players who are step up from your Taylor Radish, Boris Kachuk haul from last year in my eyes, maybe, maybe not, but, and you get a second round pick. Somebody said earlier, the Rangers don't have a second round pick. They actually do. Um, it was involved in that Andrew cop trade, but then there were a million different conditions <laughs> and the jets had like a choice of either keeping last year's second round pick or, or getting last year's second round pick or this year's. And they chose last year's or something. So the Rangers do have a second round pick in this year's draft, so they can trade it. I'm not a mathematician or law major, so I can't exactly explain how they have it, but they have it. Yeah, they do. Um, uh, would so, you would you rather have a uh, second this year or a first next year? From the Rangers, probably yeah. a second this year. Yeah, probably the second this year because you've done your your research on your on your draft and you know and and you again as you mentioned earlier, Jay, you could take it and use it as package to get something better, right? The I will guy, say the this, Hawks though. have so much, so much ammunition heading into the draft as far as moves they can make. Sure, but just to to look at it the other way, uh, Tarasenko is a free agent after this year. Uh, after, yeah, after this season, uh, if they get Patrick Kane, he's an unrestricted free agent, and they're not exactly flush with cap space. So I think it's pretty realistic that next year they won't finish as strongly as they do this year. Um, Probably not. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm I'm kind of happy either way. Um, but yeah, I think what you're saying is true. You know, Jones and Kravtsov and a second round pick this year or a first next year, that's fine with me because you got two guys you plug into the lineup right away. Uh, and look, like no one here heard of Taylor Radish before the trade happened, right? And he came in and has been pretty good. He's been pretty good. And, and when the team's ready to win again, you got a really solid third line guy who can add some scoring punch and some versatility should injuries occur and you can move him up and down the lineup. Like, you know what I mean? And you, oh, and oh yeah, two first round picks, <laughs> right? Yeah, but that's that's what we're talking about. That's like the McCabe sort of a deal versus yeah. the Kane kind of deal. And you know, if you if you get a guy like uh, Kratzov and you get a guy like Zach Jones, those are guys who can be in, in your lineup next year and give us something to watch and talk about. So that would be yeah. great. Yes, that's. That, I look forward to that. <laughs> Young players who may or may not actually make a difference in the future. Bring them on. Yeah. Bring them on, please, right. for the love of money. Yep. Bring them on. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I, I'm just ready to talk and watch new players. Like I'm excited to see Zaitsev, which is crazy because I know he's not very good, <laughs> but like it's just someone different that we can talk about. Yeah. You know. And then we'll be like, oh god, do we have to keep talking about? Him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, hey, maybe, yeah, who knows? Who knows? That's right. That's the theme of, of this week. Who knows? Greg, where can I get a Hawks banana hammock? Just curious. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you. Oh, you're doing it. I'm sorry. See, yeah. Mario's our ban- uh, resident you're, banana hammock yeah. expert, expert, apparently. I have been doing a lot of banana world. hammock research in my free time. <laughs> Good. And I, have, and I have come to find that the best options that you could have for a Blackhawks banana hammock is with our friends over at FOCO. Uh, they have the best quality uh, athletic apparel for all your favorite teams, commemorative signs and bobbleheads and all the good stuff. You've already got the best coverage of your favorite teams with us here at CHGO. So why not get outfitted in the best gear around? Foco's got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side or south side. 
They got hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. You can get decked out like your favorite players with apparel from the leader and sports merch and collectibles. Uh, again, that's FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan or basketball fan or hockey fan in your life, FOCO has got you covered. Uh, I know that I am a big fan of the, uh, I don't know the official title, but it's the very nicely like Sherpa hoodie wearable oh, yeah. blanket. It is amazing. Uh, I got the Blackhawks one. I'm sure they have them in all of your favorite Chicago teams uh, that help you keep you nice and warm as we uh, ride out this uh, last couple of weeks of winter and get into spring and hopefully the summer hits us before uh, August. Check out foco.com or check out the link in the description below. And when you do use the promo code CHGO and you're going to get 10% off of all non pre-sale items. Uh, again, that's foco.com. And uh, we have a link in the description if you'd like to follow that as well. And a QR code on your screen. Yes. So scan that. That's fun. That's a good time. And, hey, uh, we've been telling you for weeks that that last home game before the trade deadline, March 2nd, against the Dallas Stars, uh, was, like, dirt cheap on game time. It still is. You can get in for 20 bucks. But we were talking about, what, like, 16 15 12 dollars for the to. last couple weeks yeah. people have finally gotten the message that that's a game they might want to check out but now eh, they Man, might drop again. those prices <laughs> might be hidden going even further down here yeah might not why, last that long that's why greg always we'll give says, you nine dollars to come to this game <laughs> right come see the nikita zaitsev experience um but hey whenever you're looking for hawks tickets or tickets to your favorite show or baseball game or nba game or football game whatever if it's a show if it requires a ticket you can find it on game time the hottest new ticketing site it makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows like i said you want to sit 50 yard line courtside behind home plate you want to sit behind the penalty box and get in a fight with someone like that dude did against ty domi that was smart that worked out well for that guy floor seats <laughs> at a concert it is possible with the game time app the biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy, and you won't find a better deal this season on Blackhawks tickets. And if you do, all you got to do is reach out to GameTime and say, hey, what happened? Why is it cheaper on this crappy site and not cheaper on your site? They say, well, that's that's not right, and we're going to fix it, and they're going to guarantee you the lowest price, so you have nothing to lose. Created by fans for the fans, so you know they've got your interest in heart at heart and not the uh, interest of those big money-making corporations that are evil and killing the country. If you love CHGO, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people, including me, Greg, and Mario, who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Again, that game, March 2nd, that's a Thursday, 20 bucks gets you in the building to see the Dallas Stars and your Chicago Blackhawks. David Gust. Yeah, there you go. It could be his home debut. I, I, Probably the, will be. The, yeah. the, the entire yeah. Gust family is heading over to game time to buy tickets for that game. <laughs> yeah, probably all of Orland Park is buying up those tickets. That's why the price is going up. Yeah, they can afford it. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I know a couple of people have said it, we talked about it a little bit, like this idea of Patrick Kane resigning in Chicago in the summer. Uh, if dream, dream all you want, I, I just think do not get your hopes up and don't be disappointed when it doesn't happen because the decision is being made to move on. Right. And is there a chance? Maybe, maybe a 5% chance, but I don't know why Patrick Kane at this point in his career, once he's already agreed to be moved, would say, 
Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go back and play with uh, Nikita Zaitsev and David Gustin, <laughs> all these great young right. players. I it's just it's just time for everybody. But there is a chance. But just I I just beg you not to spend your entire summer up to July 1st wishing and hoping and praying that Patrick Kane's going to sign on the dotted line with Kyle Davidson. It's just. Yeah. It's just not very much yeah. in the cards. The, the the only guy I could possibly see that is traded this year, the, a legit chance of coming back would be Max Domi. Um, he's a guy that has stated that he's loved playing here. Now he may not like playing here without Patrick Kane so much. Uh, that's helped a little bit. He's definitely benefited, but you know he's it's been a good fit for both him and the team. And I think that's a guy you can bring back next year. Um, you know, give him a little bit of a raise, and because you're going to need to spend the money somewhere, and you know, you got to you got to hey, pay him. You got to pay him like a number one center. Well, you know? he's going to be your number one center <laughs> if you bring him back. So, you know, I I think that's the one guy that probably ha- that that might happen to, and even that is probably a long shot. Um, but if Kane if Kane gets traded here in the next few days, he's not coming back. Not until. They retire number 88. Uh, you know, they have one more shift night with Patrick Kane. Um, you know, it, it's just not going to happen. Uh, I think if he wants to re-sign here, he's going to say, I want to stay and let's just get a new contract. They they would have assigned him already by now and just and they would have avoided all of this for this whole season if he legitimately wanted to do that. Um, so, you know, it's... It sucks. It does suck, but it's mm-hmm. it's what it is. It, it's it's the 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 part of the sports business, sports world. Not everybody plays forever. All good things, whatever cliche you want to use, this is what it, this is what it is. And at least getting something, be it a disappointing return, if you were expecting the world, um, if it's a great return, if if you weren't expecting whatever they get back, getting something for him and moving on. It's to me. It's the right move, and it's the right time. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Mario. Well, I, I, yeah, I was just going to say, if he's getting to this point now where he's saying, like, yes, I want to be traded, like, I don't know. I, I, I try and get into the mindset of a player sometimes, um, even though I'm very far from it. Uh, I try and get to that mindset and think, like, okay, if I've, I've, I'm have i an icon of this team. I've played my, my entire adult life has been in Chicago. Um I'm I'm making this big decision uh, that's gonna you know be a a big shift and a big moment in my career. If I'm making this decision to say like, look, I want to be competitive. I want to go chase another Stanley Cup. That I, that to me feels like a guy who's like, you know what? I think the chapter of Chicago is closed, and I think I want to go see what else is out there. I want to go see what other opportunities are going to be out there for me to continue to play at a high level to finish my career. Um, and look like if, if Patrick Kane goes out, gets traded this summer, signs a three or four year deal with another team. Um, and then is a, a free agent in 27 and is 38 years old and says, like, I got one more year left in me. I'm going back to Chicago and plays a third-line role as a old man on a team that's looking to contend on a cheap one-year, like, hey, I'm back in town deal. Fine. There's your send-off. Yeah. 
Why not? And then he gets to lift the cup after Connor Bedard passes it to him. There you go. Yeah, it's ideal. And as and as as Garrick as Garrick mentions, you know, he mentions the Penguins. And I had people ask me that last night in our diehards Discord channel and on Twitter. Why can't they just do what Kane, what the Penguins are doing with Crosby and Malkin? And why? What are the Penguins doing? They're not going to win. They're going to be. They're going to be stuck in the middle for a decade or more because they need to keep on. They need to hold on to the past. Um, Penguins may make the playoffs this year, maybe. And if they do, and that Eastern Conference, here's five games. See you next fall. Right. Um, and that's what it's going to be for the next umpteen years. I'd like to. I'd like to point out too that that. Sidney Crosby has 69 points in 57 games this year. So let's nice. not compare Kane and Crosby. Right, no. It's, Crosby is still a losing a very Crosby is like What's small is a that? player that people are forgetting about how good he still is. You know, he's not in the conversation for yeah, he hasn't declined much. But it's gonna happen during the duration of that contract. Malkin, he's not worth what he's getting paid for. When when he is on the ice, which is not often. He's not the player he was. Chris Letang, that's a talk about guys whose body is trying to tell him to stop playing professional hockey. That guy's one of them. Well, so they're gonna be they're gonna be stuck in the middle. Sure, you got Sidney Crosby, and that's great, but you know, you're gonna have very little cap space to do anything worthwhile. You're gonna be drafting 17th to 22nd every year for the next five years. Where do you go? So do you want to hang on the cane and be a fringe playoff team and play four or five playoff games a year and never get an elite player unless you completely luck out? Or do you want to just say, screw it. Let's try and get the next Patrick Kane here and be bad for the next couple of years. But we're guaranteeing, not guaranteeing, but we're giving ourselves a really good chance to get the guy that can maybe one day pass Patrick Kane's totals. Yeah. It's worth a shot. Yeah. I, the, I, I, do, I, I don't, Disagree with the points you're making, Greg, but I'm just going to say Evgeny Malkin at 36 is uh, 58 points in 57 games. It's, it's pretty good. But it also says, like, they're Malkin both, is not playing like Kane. They're both He's better playing than better. Kane. They're both better than Patrick Kane. Right. Like, that's a reality. Like, I know we all got warm and fuzzies about Patrick Kane, and we should, but right now, both those guys are vastly superior to Patrick Kane. The other thing, and part of the reason the Penguins can still do this is because Unlike the Blackhawks' prior GM, those guys took a hometown discount to stay in Pittsburgh and keep them competitive. Yeah. Taves and Kane did not do that. Again, they're not obligated to do that. But when things start to go south, because you have to keep dispatching Tavo Teravainen and good young player after good young player after good young player to keep these guys around and keep them on the team, this is what happens, right? And now yeah. they're in a situation. Instead... With Crosby, he's making 8.7. He's making almost $2 million less than Patrick Kane. Evgeny Malkin's making 6.1. That's a that's a bargain. Chris Letang is making 6.1. Well, and those are contracts they signed as 35-year-old plus players. So uh the then Malkin just resigned. Malkin just yeah, Malkin and Letang did. But Crosby still yeah, Crosby is 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 still underpaid at 35 years old. Right. Yeah, so like that—that's a factor too, and that's why, you know, the the Kyle Davidson is left now cleaning up the mistakes of the past, and the yeah. reason the Hawks are so bad that they have to rebuild is because of those contracts that the last GM signed. That's it. That's a fact. And instead of saying, 
like we were talking about yesterday with the Blues potentially looking to get uh, Timo Meyer, right? Like, well, why would they do that? Well, he's 26 years old. They got rid of the glory boys, O'Reilly and Tarasenko, because they're old and don't have much more to offer the Blues at this point in time. And they, they're going to take a shot at bringing in another young, really good player so they don't have to go full rebuild. If the Hawks had done that and said, hey, we got to keep Tavo Taravainen and Artemi Panarin around here. Sorry, Kane. Sorry, Tave. Sorry, Keith. But we got to keep refreshing here. We'd be in a totally different spot right now. But because yeah. he didn't do that, this is where we are. And the only thing Kyle Davidson can do is exactly what he's doing right now. And it's, it, again, as a fan, it sucks. None of us are enjoying the games this year. There's been a few. There's been a handful of entertaining games. But you think, like, we like talking about a loss night after night? No. We want to see this yeah, team, I mean, these, team win as much as anybody does. These last four, as far as entertainment value, have been great. Yeah. But everything else around it, right. tank standings and all of your, everything like that is like, well, things you hate to care about, but you have to care about. Yeah. And, and speaking of the blues, um, boy, Craig Berube, whew, he is yeah. talking himself right out of a damn job. I think uh, yeah, that, there's that, no way, no way. He's back next year. I'm shocked he made it this far, to be honest with you. I thought he was going to get fired back in October when they or November when they lost all those games in a row. Totally underachieving this year. And then he's going to call out his stud number one center for future saying he's playing with no passion. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Th- this uh, is the la- this when a coach does that, that is the last, the, the I hate to use the, uh, the violent term, but it's the last bullet in the gun. Yeah. Well, right? guess like, what? It's the last uh, resort. Thank you, Mario. You know, That's better. Yeah, I should have said you, that. <laughs> 20 number one centers in their early 20s who just signed long-term deals. Those guys aren't replaceable. You know who are? Crotchety old coaches who can't keep his mouth shut. So I think uh, Craig Berube will be uh, an assistant coach somewhere next year. Guys like that never are fully out of a job. He'll he'll get another gig uh, right. days after he gets fired, but he won't be in St. Louis anymore. Okay. And St. Louis will be right back in content – like at least a playoff team next year, I think. If you missed it, by the way, we should update you in case you're not uh, following St. Louis Blues news uh, passionately. Uh, <laughs> he said after the game last night, a lot of our best players are not doing the job. He was asked why that is. He said, I don't know. You have to ask them. I guess they don't care about the team. I don't know why. I'm not sure why. Um, when asked if enough guys were buying in, nope, a handful of guys, that's it. The goalie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Bennington's your lone ally. I think you've oh, lost man. the room. <laughs> when asked about the play of Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas, again, two of their good, highly paid young players, Ruby said, not good enough, not even close. This is the last gasp of a coach about to be out on his ass. Yep. He's he's a guy that knows he's going to get fired, and he's just going to announce to the world it's not my fault. <laughs> that was uh... – who was the who was the coach with the stars that called the big uh ben and sagan like horse shit players or something like that wasn't it uh it was it was bonus wasn't it was it bonus it was either bonus or montgomery that. i try to remember that but yeah that's, i think, I think that's it was bonus what, that's definitely it, got those that, vibes it was uh yeah, but, the stars ceo uh jim oh, lights. oh okay i thought it was the coach <laughs> jim lights those are hard to hit with the dodgeball uh <laughs> <laughs> He said they're That'd effing horseshit. That's what he said. <laughs> but that was, wasn't that also the year though they ended up going to the Stanley Cup final? Twenty eighteen, so the, the the bubble year. Yeah, wasn't wasn't that the same year or maybe not? Might have been. Know. It was. Yeah, the last three years of all are all blur. It's just really hard to watch the Blues be bad. We all hate it. 
Yeah, it's yeah, the it's, worst. it's awful. I it hate, sucks. I hate, I hate when their fans are disappointed. <laughs> it's just the worst. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Let's make our fans happy and let's tell them about DraftKings Sportsbook. Stay tuned. Yeah. The pick of the week is coming up in moments. DraftKings Sportsbook some... is the official sports betting partner of CHGO and All City. They've got their no sweat NBA same game parlays. Major League Baseball, Cubs play, Sox play tomorrow. Yeah, it's spring training, but it's baseball, and it's on my TV, and I'm happy about it. Uh, Got to reload the bank. I'm down to 25 cents. Not so great, <laughs> but I, I am going to wager on the pick of the week, so stay tuned and listen for that, and that will surely, Greg, get money back in my account, Greg. If it, if it doesn't, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Download the DraftKings no Sportsbook app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Yep, instantly. Right now, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And now it is time for the DraftKings pick of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Greg Boyson. All right. Well, this is coming from the guy who has yet to actually put money back into his DraftKings account, but I will to specifically place this bet. Doesn't mean you can't give advice. Right. Sure. <laughs> so I can te- definitely tell you how to lose your money. Um, but here's a winner. All right. I predict a winner. I'm writing this is it down. A good one. We have got uh, lots of good games tonight in the NHL. I'm going to stick to the world of hockey. I do better when I bet on hockey as opposed to any other sport. Weird. Um, <laughs> big game. In our very own NHL Central Division tonight, the Winnipeg Jets, the Colorado Avalanche, possible playoff preview should be a good one. Um, I am going to go with this three-leg same-game parlay for Jets and and Avalanche. Betting, taking over six-and-a-half goals shouldn't be a problem with these two offenses. Over six-and-a-half with a Kyle Connor anytime goal. And Amiko Ratanen anytime goal. Ooh. That parlay pays plus five seventy five. Ooh! Wow. Okay. Yeah. All I'm right. Thinking All right. You got, Spot. I when I saw how high those odds were, that trio, I was like, oh, that seems too good to be true. But that, to me, that's a good value bet right there. I Here like that. Is. I like that. Minimum bet Thank ten you. cents. I already right, got enough money in my account hey. to bet it. <laughs> You can make that bet twice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you bet ten bucks, you come home with fifty-seven. That's my math. If I bet my twenty-five cents, I get a dollar sixty-eight. Hey, let's go. go. Nah, back you... on the back on the winning track. <laughs> that's a lot of profit Perfect. right there. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. a good return. Yeah, that's a nice bet. Good call, Greg. Play that. Uh, that is a DraftKings pick of the week. Um, you got to jump on that and take advantage of that. Again, it is the over six and a half. Connor, uh, Kyle Connor, anytime goal scorer. Miko Renton, anytime goal scorer. That pays you plus 575 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And remember, uh, that, pretty, pretty Greg, safe bet Connor Hellebuck is in net for the Nets or for the Jets, correct? Yes. Yeah. But, I'm just you know. curious. Yeah. The, the over six and a half. I'm, I'm curious about how confident you are of just that because that alone was plus 130. And I feel like. Or at least in when you do a same game, so I, I, I like plus money. So are we sure seven goals? I like. I, I think it. I think it's. Uh, yeah, Connor Hellebuck's one of the best goalies in the league. But I think it's going to be. I mean, you need a four-three final score. Mm-hmm. Most team, most games have at least that. And these are two t- teams that are going to be ramped up. Division rivals, possible sure. playoff matchup. 
you know, standings are on the line. I think it's. I I think you get at least a four three final All score right. here. All right, I'm in. I'm. I'll hey, I'll tell you. If you're if you're gonna go big, you might as well go all the way big, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I could have gone. Could, I, plus... I could have said that so much better. <laughs> <laughs> plus, yeah. If you're at plus one thirty, might as well go to plus five seventy five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if there's seven goals in that game, I like Kyle Connor and Miko Renton to pick up one of each of them. And yes. if each of those guys hit, you're already at two goals. You only need five more. Yeah. Four and a half. Four and a half. Well, yeah. <laughs> Lawrence, what is our like situation? How many likes do we have on this uh, on this year video? Do we know? Yeah, we can't we can't see it uh, on our screen right yeah, now. Yeah, we need more. Uh, I am seeing over in the YouTube. I'm seeing 93, right, which well, is a good to number. 100. Yeah. We should probably get it to 100, though. Don't Let's you think? get to 100. Let's get to 100, and we'll, if we get to 100, we will bank uh, tank spin for tomorrow night. How about that? Ooh, that sounds fun. All right. Yeah. Don't we already have one bank from last night? No, no we, didn't we never hit the night. number last night. People checked we, out. We, we got boring. Oh, okay. Well, then screw them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So we don't have any banks for tomorrow night. No. All right, well, you do now because that almost immediately went to 101. So perfect, awesome. Awesome. Job, over 200 guys. people watching. I mean, these... if you want to make it 150, that's another bank in the spin. Sure, let's sure. Why not? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, just these these last few post game shows tonight, today, lots of new faces, big big live audiences. We love that. Um, don't go away after Patrick Kane is traded. Yeah, we still please. got stuff and things to talk about. Yeah, talk about Zaitsev. Um, yeah, and we got Nikita Zaitsev and and another Jones on the defense. You can yell at when he allows a goal. <laughs> hey, if you want your Lucas Reichel updates after March third, these guys right here, hey, we will we will give you as much of that content we, as you we are, want. We are going to be your Calder <laughs> Cup playoff hookup. Yeah, hopefully all the way till June. Speaking and then of it's that, right into way, draft season. Speaking of that, the rebuild report published moments before the show. So if you're a CHGO diehard, go check out Greg and Mario's rebuild report. If you're not, why? Give go it, all, uh, yeah. Give all. it four minutes. It's posting in. Oh, you in got it scheduled. Minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I said it to post anyway. after the show. Okay. Good move. Yeah. Good move. We can't, we, can't, we can't distract people with all this glorious Nikita Zaitsev talk. Going I got on. that automated <laughs> thing in Slack saying a new article has been posted. So. That's why. I oh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. It's posted. It's at allchgo.com. It's just not on the uh, social media sites ah, yet. So. There you go. All right. Well, uh, if you want to become a diehard, allchgo.com, you get a free shirt uh, or hat upon sign up and every year upon renewal and 20% off everything in the CHGO locker. Uh, all of our events, our takeovers, our tailgates, all that great stuff. It pays for itself very, very quickly. So mm -hmm. become a CHGO diehard. Okay. Before we wrap up, fellas. Hawks play tomorrow night late. We're going to be on after the game, of course. Has Patrick Kane played his final game as a Blackhawk? That's a long time till puck drop tomorrow. And will they keep him out to protect him? If he has gone ahead and said, yes, I'll go to the Rangers and they are talking a trade and it hasn't been finalized, I don't think he plays tomorrow. I, think I don't he's think, played his I last don't game. Think, I don't think he plays tomorrow. So yeah, uh, I would say yes, he's played his last game with the Blackhawks. I'd be surprised if he's out there one way or the other. Crazy. Yeah. Cuz he took the maintenance day today, quote unquote. Uh yeah, and then he's got, you know, 
20 what 30 hours from now between now and puck drop to for something to happen like that's a long time when it comes to uh trade deadline season in the nhl 30 hours so 30 hours is like 30 days and just like what's happened in the last 24 right exactly yeah i i would be surprised if he's on the ice tomorrow yep me too all right, we'll see. We're gonna. I'll also out. be surprised if Jake McCabe is on the ice tomorrow. Well, he Oof. threw up eight times today. Jesus. I, well, he's knows. gonna. He's gonna. He's, he's gonna punch that flu right in the face, and he'll be back. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna punch his stomach and say, "Stop, <laughs> stay in there." You know, you gotta stay away from those tacos at Panther Arena. Oof. Yeah, they do, do it to you every time. They take down elite athletes left and right. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> all right with that we're going to wrap things up thanks everybody for being with us another huge show and we cannot tell you uh how much we appreciate it uh we really really do we appreciate you being here in the middle of your friday uh we're all just like you waiting for the news to drop but it feels like it's coming so uh stay with us if something should happen you know between now and tomorrow night's uh game surely at least one or two of us will be able to jump on and do something in an emergency fashion so you know we're here for you when news happens so uh make sure you're following us on twitter at chgo underscore blackhawks follow chgo underscore sports on twitter as well uh, for all of your uh, chicago sports and blackhawks news but in case anything happens in case something doesn't happen we'll talk to you after the game tomorrow night on the chgo blackhawks podcast